and several in Western Europe, are also those suffering the greatest increase in rates of the aforementioned physical diseases and mental disorders. Scientists such as myself have even started lobbying doctors to start prescribing sleep. As medical advice goes, it's perhaps the most painless and enjoyable to follow. Do not, however, mistake this as a plea to doctors to start prescribing more sleeping pills. Quite the opposite, in fact, considering the alarming evidence surrounding the deleterious health consequences of these drugs. But can we go so far as to say that a lack of sleep can kill you outright? Actually, yes, on at least two counts. First, there is a very rare genetic disorder that starts with a progressive insomnia emerging in midlife. Several months into the disease course, the patient stops sleeping altogether. By this stage, they have started to lose many basic brain and body functions. No drugs that we currently have will help the patient sleep. After 12 to 18 months of no sleep, the patient will die. Though exceedingly rare, this disorder asserts that a lack of sleep can kill a human being. Second is the deadly circumstance of getting behind the wheel of a motor vehicle without having had sufficient sleep. Drowsy driving is the cause of hundreds of thousands of traffic accidents and fatalities each year. And here, it is not only the life of the sleep-deprived individuals that is at risk, but the lives of those around them. Tragically, one person dies in a traffic accident every hour in the United States due to a fatigue-related error. It is disquieting to learn that vehicular accidents caused by drowsy driving exceed those caused by alcohol and drugs combined. Society's apathy towards sleep has, in part, been caused by the historic failure of science to explain why we need it. Sleep remained one of the last great biological mysteries. All of the mighty problem-solving methods in science, genetics, molecular biology, and high-powered digital technology have been unable to unlock the stubborn vault of sleep. Minds of the most stringent kind, including Nobel Prize winner Francis Crick, who deduced the twisted ladder structure of DNA, famed Roman educator and rhetorician Quintilian, and even Sigmund Freud, had all tried their hand at deciphering sleep's enigmatic code, all in vain. To better frame this state of prior scientific ignorance, imagine the birth of your first child. At the hospital, the doctor enters the room and says, Congratulations, it's a healthy baby boy. We've completed all of the preliminary tests and everything looks good. She smiles reassuringly and starts walking toward the door. However, before exiting the room, she turns around and says, There is just one thing. From this moment forth, and for the rest of your child's entire life, he will repeatedly and routinely lapse into a state of apparent coma. It might even resemble death at times. And while his body lies still, his mind will often be filled with stunning, bizarre hallucinations. This state will consume one-third of his life, and I have absolutely no idea why he'll do it, or what it is for. Good luck. Astonishing, but until very recently, this was reality. Doctors and scientists could not give you a consistent or complete answer as to why we sleep. 
consider that we have known the functions of the three other basic drives in life, to eat, to drink, and to reproduce, for many tens, if not hundreds of years now. Yet the fourth main biological drive, common across the entire animal kingdom, the drive to sleep, has continued to elude science for millennia. Addressing the question of why we sleep from an evolutionary perspective only compounds the mystery. No matter what vantage point you take, sleep would appear to be the most foolish of biological phenomena. When you are asleep, you cannot gather food, you cannot socialize, you cannot find a mate and reproduce, you cannot nurture or protect your offspring. Worse still, sleep leaves you vulnerable to predation. Sleep is surely one of the most puzzling of all human behaviors. On any one of these grounds, never mind all of them in combination, there ought to have been a strong evolutionary pressure.